Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and you're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura May Poire. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I didn't give anybody Woo. an explanation last week why we weren't here. Oh, bad, Laura, bad. It was VBS, and that's our one VBS. Wednesday a year. Oh, and I didn't tell anybody. I'm so sorry. Guys, you know we love to keep them in suspense, our two fans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, disappoint you guys. Uh, so how was <laughs> oh, VBS? Said, yeah. It was good. You know, they renamed it. They call it VBP now, Vacation Bible Party. Nice. That's crazy because just like any party, I'm exhausted. And that was some hard work. <laughs> I helped do the skits for Vacation Bible Party. And I'm telling you right now, kids are like the best audience ever. And it's because they're so brutally honest. I mean, if something's not funny, they will look at you and just say it. They'll just say, look, that wasn't funny. I didn't get it. Right. And I'm not laughing right now. So work harder. I'm like, wow, kids. You're killing me. But it was it was awesome. I got to really hone in on the skit building skills, which are crazy. And you know what? I tell you what, this is real and this is happening. We are writing a Vacation Bible party curriculum because oh, yeah. here is just – it's just awesome. You know, you told me this about a year ago. I didn't understand. I was like, what do you mean, Chris? I get it now. You know, each day having, you know, Bible verses and activities and a theme and a skit and all this kind of stuff, I thought to myself, you know what? This would be awesome. Like, I want to do one, like, called Brave. Um, and then you find a sweet little song, and you just pop that song right on in. You know that song, Brave? Have you heard it? I don't even know who sings it. Uh-uh. Don't make me sing it. Oh, I'm going to sing it. It's all, <laughs> you make me brave. You call me out into the waves. Uh, yes. You know no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, wonderful okay. rendition because now I recognize it. Thank you. <laughs> Every time I do that, Yay. my husband is like, I don't get it. What song are you talking about? I'm just not hearing it. So thank you. No, but <laughs> just throwing this whole brave thing and talking about the armor of God. So, guys, listen, stay tuned because I love when we put stuff out there. And 70% of the time we get it done. Actually, it's more like 30, 30, 70. But I'm knowing that this is going to hit in that 30% that's going to get done because I just really enjoyed that. And the kids were just awesome because they are, you know, golly, they're just awesome. They're sponges. Everything you say, you get. And the best part is I learn more from the kids than they would ever learn from me. You know, they'll say one or two things from the mouths of babes that are just so real and awesome. So in a nutshell, that was some work. It was work schmirk, and it was hard. Right now, right. It is. It's no joke. This is the first year that I was unable to participate in a VBS since 
I mean, probably since I was about four years old, because as soon as I was old enough, my parents had me in vacation Bible school. And then as soon as I was too old for vacation Bible school, I may have had one or two years, you know, that I had to wait to be a worker. But I was there because my family always brought children from from the neighborhood. So then even in those in-between years, I was still at vacation Bible school, and I'd be helping count money or, you know, whatever else, helping in the nursery. And then as a grown-up, as a young college kid, as all of these seasons in life – I've always been involved in Vacation Bible School somehow. And this past summer, my kids did three Vacation Bible Schools in two weeks. That was brutal. Um, Poor my husband, because it was actually most brutal for him, because I'm now working a lot of hours during the week. And so we had one week, we had a morning Vacation Bible School where a friend of mine brought her church bus and would pick up all my kids and take them out to VBS. And then in the afternoon, I was already at work, but my husband would then take her kids and some of the other neighborhood kids and our kids and load them up and take them to VBS. And so for a week, it was like dual VBSs all week long. And then the next week, we had another one, and we said, no more VBS for a little while. But what I realized is I took no part in helping with those VBSs, and I love to help. God taught me a really valuable lesson, two very valuable things, actually. One, that, yes, it's super awesome to be involved because there's a lot of work that goes into it. But the second thing he showed me this year, it really was the first year I think I've ever not been involved in any way with the Vacation Bible School. And he showed me that his work goes on, whether I'm a part of it or not. His (laughs) work will continue. And I was so amazed that, you know, like, It was kind of humbling, like, hey, Lord, nobody needs your help. You know, God will find workers for his harvest, and if you want to be involved, you will be blessed. It will bless your socks off. But if you don't want to be involved, the work continues, and it may mean a slightly heavier burden. As you know, if you didn't show up two of those days, there would have been a bigger burden to carry for those other workers, but they would have made it happen. And so I really need to appreciate for VBS that I never had before. I know firsthand all the work that goes into it, and I thought, you know, God, you had me at this season of my life working enough that I couldn't be involved, but thank you for burdening the hearts of so many other people, finding joy in the work that is Vacation Bible finding enough joy that is 100% possible whether I could be involved or not. My kids still had that same experience at three different churches in two weeks, and it was just neat to realize that my season isn't always what I think it is, but wherever God has me working, I should find joy there and know that his work is being accomplished joyfully everywhere else it needs to be. Like I was where I needed to be, but thank God those VBS workers were were there where they needed to be. And it was was cool. It was sad, but enlightening and wonderful and humbling and – thrilling all at the same time. I was like, my kids had a great VBS week, and I can't pay my bills. Hooray! <laughs> Go, so, bills! Go, paying bills. So, you know what's so funny? I love how you, you kind of scour past this. But this is the inspiration for Work Smart today. Um, Laura, you are just – I'm going to brag on you. I think you are just awesome. You talk about seasons and stuff. Listen, when seasons change, it's difficult, you know what I mean, to go with the flow. And I think what happens sometimes is you begin to feel like, just like you talked about with DBS or, or like, you know, it won't run without me or it, it won't go, you know, without me. Or that's, and that, I think, is a real joy stealer, you know, when you begin to think that, you know what, oh, well, 
oh, it's just not going to happen. Was oh, I'm not there kind of thing. Instead of thinking, like, guys, work schmirk, you know, it's going to happen whether I'm there, whether I'm not. And finding that joy is awesome. And, you know, in this season of your life, which is awesome, I'm going to just say it. I don't have any permission. I'm going to say it. Wayne took on Mr. Mom role, which is the biggest work ever. I'm not going to say he had that yeah. the serious <laughs> overtime, but he did. And then, Laura, you are now working uh, as a, 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 a chiropractor's office. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never remember yep. stuff. And, I, you know, and that's not because I don't care. It's just because I like one brain cell up here. But it's beautiful because you can incorporate the oils. <laughs> But you've gone full time in there, and of course with AMTC, constantly working there. So you've taken on, you know, this this work role, and not that you've ever put motherhood down. It's kind of like a second job. It's so funny, second full time job. But I love <laughs> that we're talking about finding that joy in that. That no matter what you're doing or not doing, God's going to call up the workers to to handle the situation. And I think that's where, like I said, the enemy comes in, and he's like, "This, oh man, you know, oh, you know, you don't." Get this done. It's not going to get done. That's such a joy stealer. If we could just think to ourselves, guys, work smirky, smirky, okay? You know, I'm going to show up. <laughs> God's going to come in and bless. Because that's what he does. He can bless in the ninth hour. I mean, in the, in the 9.999999 hour. He could just be like, bam, right. and I'm done. So being able to just, like, chill and, you know, really know, you know, this is going to get done, you know? And that's just how God works. And having that faith really brings that joy into any work that you do and you know, just talking about BBP, there was a morning where I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't, it was like a Thursday morning, all right? Three days had gone by, and I was, I was kind of like not wanting to go in. I'm, you know what? I knew who I am. I'm real, okay? I was like, listen, I don't need to go in there, all right? It's just, <laughs> they got it without me. I had a bad skin yesterday. I was sweating. The kids were asking me, <laughs> why are you sweating so much? It was awkward. And, you know, we get, I get into this little verse of the day every day. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. It's one verse, all right? But I chew on it all day is my defense. But I, I, I opened up the, the verse of the day, and it said, Woe to the lazy shepherd who abandons his flock. So it was pretty much Christian to the heart because I think that God just, you know, doesn't want you to give up. Don't abandon it, you know? Go in and say, God, you know what? Listen, I don't want to abandon the flock, or I don't want to abandon this what you've called me to do. And I believe he comes in that moment, and he's like, I know. I know you're a weary shepherd, you know? But just go in, and I believe he blesses you with this joy of, like, you know what, hey, I'm here with my staff. You know, all my sheep stink, and that's okay. And that's when this joy comes in, and just not quitting, knowing that, you know what, God is there. He doesn't want us to. And that whole kind of like, yeah, you know, it'll get done. And you are the best at that. You are so easy, like Sunday morning. You know that song, right? You know that song? Right? Uh, I do know that song. Tim Hawkins oh. actually had a super funny, um, super funny status one day. He said, whoever wrote the song Easy Like Sunday Morning never took kids to church. That's ah! like, word. <laughs> so, so, yeah, because Sunday morning is the most dreaded anti-holy morning <laughs> of the week sometimes. <laughs> oh, it is. Right, who is he? <laughs> you know, you got to appreciate those guys. Of course, you know, that's a guy's perspective there, right? He's like, guys, it's easy. Got my coffee. <laughs> I ain't got to get nobody dressed. <laughs> like exactly. <in> uh huh. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Yeah. Oh, my gracious. That's hysterical, my friend. That's work. That's, yeah. you know, let's talk about that, too. I've been skipping church. All right? I'm going to say it. I'm embarrassed. Uh, but uh, you know how real I am on the show. I've been skipping church. And I think it's just because I'm lazy, the lazy shepherd. And I think I want to get back on that horse because I just feel like, you know what, I just told myself that. 
not to abandon, you know, just to go and God will fill in that joy. Because I guess what happens is Sunday rolls around and I'm like, ah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't want to do it. But instead of abandoning it, I just think, well, I work smart. You know, we'll get there late. You know, our hair, maybe not everybody's hair is done. All right. Maybe it's mine. I don't know. Uh, I love when I talk to myself and tell myself what needs to be done. How do you do? And here's the beautiful thing. I know what a joy it is for you to spread encouragement and for you to spread love. And I think too often people, and this is totally not you, but I've had this conversation with people where they say, well, you know, we're going to church. Uh, We just don't feel blessed there. We just don't feel encouraged. And it's funny because God is always telling us, you know, that we reap what we sow, right? So those who are just sitting in the pews waiting for encouragement, waiting for enlightenment, waiting for someone to pray with them, waiting for, um, you know, that, that oozy feeling of fellowship to come over their bodies, they're often not the people who are going to go up to someone else and shake their hand. But the beautiful thing is you go to a Sunday morning service, and if you go with the intent to bless someone else, you go looking for that person who is just sitting there, or you go looking for that person that you've heard has been having the time of, you know, the time uh, the time that none of us can imagine, right? They're, they're discouraged and they're down, and you know what's been going on with that family, and you're like, you know, if I just could go up to them and hug them today, I know that that's your heart is just to hug and love on them. God does this beautiful thing and blesses you right back so often more, and you said this too when you went and did the homeless ministry, that you go in to bless other people, right, and God fills your bucket ten times over in, with a blessing in return. And I think a lot of people will just say, well, you know, I just I don't feel much. I don't get much out of church, and so I'm not going to go. And I, I've never heard you say that. Disclaimer, never heard you say that. I know no, that you're which is not even any better, but is that gluttonous? Is that gluttonous? Is that laziness? Is that when you eat too much? I don't know. Sloth. Well, Sloth. well, yeah. I mean, gluttony is eating too much, but you know, maybe laziness is wanting our <laughs> wanting our ease too much. I don't know. No, and then you know what happens sometimes too is that, that you know what this perfect time. You know, whenever you abandon something and you're just like, nah, nah, you know, just complete. That's I think, the, and that's like the enemy's like, hello. Let me go ahead and step in, because he says stuff to me like, yeah, gosh, you're going to go back to church. Everyone's going to ask you where you've been, which is the worst. Okay, I'm just telling you right now, it's your 15th year, and you have not seen someone in church in a while. Do not go up to them and say, where have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. These are not the worst to say. <laughs> just a hug. Good to see you. No good to see you, but where have you been? No good to see you, and it's been a long time. Any of that stuff. Just it's good to see you. You're killing me, people. But you know okay, what? so maybe Again. I'm guilty. I apologize on behalf of those who say, I'm so sorry. Has everything been okay? That's me. Oh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're like this. I oh, my that God. Well, thank you for telling me because I'm, I'm guilty. I'm one of those. Like, if, if, you know what? Everything okay. Really... I thought you moved. <laughs> I know it comes from love. I know I know from you and probably anyone's mouth. It comes from, like, it comes from an I miss you place. But for some reason... The person that like I'm like oh man you are <laughs> I know it sounds but honestly I've I just I love that you know when we say work smart I just want it to be where we're just getting out there and putting those sneakers on just doing your thing Ugh, it's awesome you, and you know what even our high heel ten seconds on Sunday morning your high heel was I said even our high heel sneakers on Sunday morning. <sighs> I might have to send you like, a text my, Sunday morning that says, work, schmirk, did to Sunday school. <laughs> that's what, you know what? That 
That is so true. Because you're like, oh, I don't have crazy, no clean, great jeans, guys. Those jeans and a t-shirt. All right, let's get in the workout. Let's get my workout shorts on because I want to get praise in. And I want, you know what? I want to be this person. I really do. One day. Ugh. We're going to pray for it, though. All right, she says 10 seconds or five seconds, whatever, but she doesn't mean it. You know, she doesn't mean it. You know, she, she gets right. a little extra time before she cuts us off. So why don't you pray for us and all everyone working, working moms, stay-at-home moms, working dads, stay-at-home dads, just pray for us all. Will do. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that we can close our eyes and immediately find ourselves in your presence. Um, help us to remember how, what a joy and what an honor that is. Help us to remember that we are definitely sheep. Really, our place, David called himself a worm. Help us to remember the magnitude of your holiness because when we do, it helps us to give you the honor. It helps us to put forth the work that you deserve. Um, I know I, I tell my kids, if you love me, you would do what I ask you to do. And I know that I mean that, but then you remind me of the same thing. Laura, if you love me, why don't you do what I ask you to do? And I thank you mm. for being a parent. I thank you for that beautiful illustration that I, I feel like I can do it when I don't do what I'm supposed to do, and yet I don't want to extend that grace. And, and I tell them that's not an excuse. Please help me look into my own heart. And if I'm going to tell my kids it's not an excuse, um, that love equals obedience, uh, then help me reflect that same example in my own life. Please give me the courage and the strength to do that because sometimes I'm very, sometimes I, I do like I can um, excuse I want. And I would ask that you just help me to be the kind of child to you that I expect my child to be to me. I need to show more mercy, I guess. Um but thank you for the joy in working. Thank you for teaching us to be content where we are. Thank you for the cross of heaven mm-hmm. and the joy that what we are dealing with now is nothing compared to what we Thank you for your goodness, for your promise, for your forgiveness, for your love, and for being here with us, for loving us, dirty little sheep, and for um, for understanding us. Thank you, and ask that you would give us motivation to be a testimony for you, and that when we grow weary, look to you and say, we want to make our proud, because I have a feeling that we just go the extra mile, almost anything we need to, if we would just look up and say, God, help me do this for you, because I know that you're my father, and I want to make you proud. Help me finish strong for you. I know that there's nothing we couldn't do. Give us that perspective. Please give me a better perspective on my own relationship with you and help me to expect of myself what I expect of my own kids and uh, radically change my relationship with you. Because I know that's what I need to do. No, because as an imperfect mom who is a sinner nature and um, not even that good a human sometimes, I know that I expect what I expect of my kids because it's what's best for them. Thank you for what's for wanting what's best for me. God, thank you for giving us joy in our work, and thank you for giving us a reason to rejoice, even when all around us feels oh, sweaty and awful and unending. Thank you that you can give us perspective of heaven and of holiness and of salvation, and that we are the luckiest people on earth. Thank you for all your blessings on us that we never deserve, but I thank you that you pour them on us anyway. Thank you for being such a good father, and thank you for allowing us the ability to work to see, hands to move, hearts to pump, lungs to breathe. Thank you for the ability to work. 
today and every day. And we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Ah, yes, I love that. Prayer is awesome. I can't say enough about it. I just can't. It is awesome. All right. Well, you know what? In cure to fashion, she's not going to cut us off. We're going to cut her off. Ha-ha! <laughs> we're the crazy that you guys never hear and you think we're crazy for talking about. So, guys, listen, pray for us. We're going to be writing our VBS, VBP. I don't know what we're going to call it. Okay? Patent spending. Yes. It'll be coming out, and I'm excited about it. We can even come out and perform the skits for you live, live at five, which I think would be so fun. Yes. Shoot for next summer. Anyway, so Why guys, wouldn't we? Yes. I would, guys, it makes no sense not to, okay? Start marketing it out there. Just buy a couple CDs. Maybe you're winning this live for one day, the last day. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be awesome. And God is good. So we mark, everybody. Have a good one. Follow us on our little flight every Wednesday, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We'll post all of our shows on Twitter, at CC Chicks. And, of course, follow us on Facebook, Christian Comedy Chicks. And then, of course, the website, Christian Comedy Chicks. We're new to that, Bill. <laughs> just kidding. And I'm just so grateful. Fun, fun show every Wednesday. So tune in to our hot mess. We're just on a mission to spread joy for the Christian comedy chicks. That's what we do. We're not perfect, but we're just happy. <laughs> just trying. We're happy yes. just trying, guys. That's all you need. All right, friend. Well, I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So watch yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.